It's Monday, and it's eight. It's time to get on your hate, because everything that they say you think, they want to tell you how to speak whenever you say the way it is or the way it'll be. You become an anti-Semite or even a Nazi. The truth is a new hate. Time to get your hate on at eight. With Brother Paul and yours truly, Brother Joe. The following program is recommended for mature individuals and may contain material unsuitable for morons, cretins, and dishwipes. If you are a moron or a member of the PTL club, please turn off your radio because we don't need any more stupid, narrow-minded, pencil-neck geeks who wouldn't know the First Amendment if it came up and bit them on the butt? Thank you. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I urge your support of the number one and hardest working American Patriot Band in America, Poker Face. Go to www.pokerface.com, sample the affordable music offerings, download your favorites. Welcome to Truth is to the New Hate. It's June 27th, 2016, and speaking about Poker Face, they're going to be working pretty hard this weekend, uh, and Paul's got the details of that. How you doing, Paul? Good, Joe. How are you, sir? Ah, uh, not too bad. Not too bad. So, the big no. week... The, go ahead. The big, go ahead. Week, the big weekend's coming up there. You're going to be live streaming. We're going to get a... We're going to get the link. We're going to be putting that on our sites and uh, different little things and spreading it around uh, Twitter and things like that. And uh, the people that can go for the day, for the weekend, or whatever, give the details there, Paul. Uh, for details, go to Freedom Palooza, P-A-L-O-O-Z-A dot com. Um, the address is along the right-hand side in the column. Uh, this is the last year at Johnny Max. It's uh, number six for us. And um, it's going to be very basic in terms of uh, we're telling people to bring their own food or there's going to be restaurants up and down the road that it's on. 
But uh, it's going to be pretty basic in the sense that there's not going to be any food or, or drink there this year. Uh, the restaurant is closed. Uh, he's selling off parts of it. Uh, but he's letting us use it one last time, and uh, we're going to have a, a great hoedown. Uh, each night we're going to be throwing a, a huge bonfire, and um, we've got some great speakers. Uh, we have uh, Fritz Springmeyer coming, who uh, put out a couple of great books. Uh, the one that I love the most is uh, Illuminati Bloodlines. We have uh, Lieutenant Colonel Greg Rinchek coming. He's talking uh, extra-dimensionals versus extraterrestrials. We're hoping that uh, Christopher Boland shows up. He'll be talking about 9-11. Uh, we got Mark, Nancy, Kernke coming. They'll be talking about the militia along with Don Botner. Uh, we have Eli James talking about, uh, you know, the, the Shemite people, the Israelites, the true people. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Cindy. Um, damn, I'm blanking on, on people right now. Cindy, uh, Janice Barcelo, Craig Denega, uh, Jim Condit, Art Larson. Uh, just people that have the stones to tell the truth and don't back down. And um, it's just a good weekend for Patriots to get together off the phones, off the computers and come hang out and uh, press the flesh and get to know your neighbor, man. That and a hell of a lot of good bands. Amen, man. Can't have the speakers without the bands, man. <laughs> so we, we got the tank. We got uh, the young group called poker face and uh there's a few others that'll be there uh because uh as always paul promotes local talent in the uh in the valley so uh there'll be lots to do guys lots to do and when it gets too hot you can go uh tube down down the stream the there. yeah got the stream yep. there you can tube in there so you know there's a lot to do so Anyway, there's a lot of stuff going on, Paul. Uh, I just want to do this opening clip here, and then we'll get into uh, what what I'm gonna. One of the things we're gonna hit, I'm gonna hit here. Okay, brother, hit it. Later, go away. prepared to stand trial and profess your guilt or innocence there will be no need for a trial i confess and freely admit to my crimes to which crimes will you be confessing all of them i lay with other men i perjured myself i am guilty of depravity dishonesty profligacy and arrogance i see that now i humble myself and accept whatever punishment deemed just the judgment is fierce but also fair. The warrior punishes those who believe themselves beyond the reach of justice. But the mother shows her mercy to those who kneel before her. I take full responsibility for my many sins and unburden myself of my desires. My only remaining wish is to devote my life. May I be a living example of their grace for others to witness. You understand fully what this means? I do. I will renounce my lordship and my claims on Highgarden. I will never marry, and I will never father children. Brother Loris, I ask you to dedicate your life. Will you fight to defend your faith against heretics and apostates? I will.
Faith is the way, Father. You mutilated him. You gave me your word. I've kept my word. Well, that just about describes the uh, white, white nationalists and the and the so-called alt-right movement, there, Paul. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm seeing things by some of these people. It's it, it's it's amazing. It's amazing, and I'm not saying all of them are bad or anything like this. I mean, there's so many different splinter groups, but uh, you know, do they not read the papers? Do they not understand what's going on? Do they un- do not understand nationalism? Do they do not understand that? We need fucking jobs in this country. We need a clap down on immigration. I guess not, man. I mean, they're going to have some kind of revolution, some kind of, uh, I don't know, Third Reich or Fourth Reich or some kind of nonsense there. And, you know, led by uh, people that, uh, you know, they went to the, to, to the, to the top fucking uh, liberal arts school in the East Coast. Uh, and majoring in psychology and fucking uh, theater dance and, uh, you know, porno fucking addicts and all this kind of nonsense there. And, uh, yeah, and when we talk about, uh, you know, getting control of your life and uh, bettering your uh, community and things like this, you know, we hear shit from these assholes still going around trying to fool the people there. And wanting to put everything down that, that is out there that is going on there. Now, last Sunday, 10 people were injured after violence broke out between a, quote, white supremacist group and a counter protesters out there in Sacramento. Nine men and one woman were between nine and eight, 19 and 58 were injured, the fire department said in a tweet. All had multiple stab and laceration wounds. And uh, this is the press that these fucking people got. This is the press that they got. What a scene you had here in Sacramento. On the one side, you had this white nationalist group. They had a permit to hold a rally here in Sacramento. On the other side, you had a group of counter-protesters who wanted to say that hate speech is not going to be tolerated. Now, just as this rally is about to begin, you have this group of counter-protesters encircle the white nationalist group. That's when this melee broke out. Now, the head of this white nationalist group, it's called the Traditionalist Worker Party, said that his members did come to Sacramento armed with knives because he said they received threats on social media. Now, usually police like to keep the two sides apart when you have the threat of violence looming. Obviously, that did not happen in this case. Ten people injured, but everybody is expected to survive. Now, Paul, I don't know the purpose of telling the press that, that you came armed with knives. I mean, this is California. I mean, it's hard to get a gun. But, I mean, everybody should be carrying a goddamn gun. But, I mean, it sounds like you specifically came here with those weapons on your body. So you knew there was going to be trouble. You knew you were going to have to defend yourself. So these guys went out there with 30 guys, okay, and some of them just look awful, okay. And uh, 100 or maybe more than 100 of these. 175? Some uh, who knows what the figure is, but let's just say over a hundred uh, so-called antifa, who are mostly, yeah, and, and who are mostly white. Okay, they're mostly white Europeans. No, dude, they're Jews, man. No, we, no, we, no, no, we, no, no, no. Brother, the ones that come out to harass us, they've all been uh, white little white little Jew dudes, man. Okay, at least in in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, that's who comes out. All right. That's well, what I know from experience. So, my last encounter with them, uh, it was mainly mainly whites, and you can you can you can even see this on when they showed uh, the film of it. Okay, and some of them were skinny, some were in, I, I don't know if they're in decent shape or whatever there, but they basically kicked ass. They basically kicked ass. I mean, you're going to a gunfight with a knife. You know what I mean? I, I don't understand this, and and. You know, and and here's here here's the kind of price you get out of it. 
We've been digging into the past of the chairman, Matthew Heimbach. He is a very young man in his mid-20s, a graduate, 2013 graduate of Townsend University in Maryland. And we showed you video last hour of an incident that he was involved in March 1st, on March 1st, 2016, at a Trump event, a Donald Trump event in Louisville, Kentucky. And we just got our hands on a civil complaint uh, regarding this incident of the video you're seeing now. And we, we have to remind you, this is, of course, a, a one-sided complaint. This is against Matthew Heimbeck, the man that you're looking at there now, the man who's a chairman of the, uh, the traditional worker party. But he is described by the Southern Poverty Law Center as, quote, the face of a new generation of white nationalists. Heimbeck is affiliated with the traditional worker party, a recognized hate group, self-proclaimed political party, which is ideologically opposed to, among other things, uh, ethni different ethnicities living together in the same community, intermarrying. Heimbeck himself has been quoted as saying, according to this civil complaint, it's separa uh, separation or mongrelization. We talked to him last hour, uh, our assignment desk did, and this is what he told us about the event. He was not at the event, we should mention that, but he did tell our assignment desk, the anti-fascists used knives, bottles, bricks, and chunks of concrete. They broke off a construction site. When they attacked, our men defended themselves to be able to drive the attackers off. Now, according to police, uh, there is some discrepancies in just how many people were stabbed. Numbers range between five and seven people. Heimbach himself is quoted uh, as saying one person from his traditionalist worker party was stabbed possibly in the neck, another hit in the face with a bottle, a glass eye. And just to remind our viewers how this all started, just about 12 p.m. Pacific time, uh, this group, a recognized hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center, was confronted by an anti-fascist group. Now, the Traditional Workers' Party did have a permit to, take, uh, to have this uh, rally take place, uh, but the anti-fascist group, uh, by any means necessary, had every intention, according to one of their members, of making sure that this did not happen. And you see the aftermath there, some bloodied neo-Nazi uh, types uh, who were injured in and this melee. So we get, Trump's got to get tied in this somehow, right? Of course. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Trump, what's Trump been teaching us? Trump is pushing nationalism, but he's pushing that you have to control this media. Okay, when you don't control this media, you've got, you know, the Southern Law Center, you know, they're, they're the authority on hate groups and all this kind of stuff. Whether you're a hate group or not, you have to realize that this is what you're going to combat against. This is, this is what you've got to defeat. You know, you've got to be ready for this kind of stuff if you're going to be doing stuff like this, especially right now at this time, you know, in the middle of an election. Okay, and uh, and, and then, then it goes on about, uh, you know, it's got to throw in neo-Nazis, okay? Now, they should be sued for that. That's slander. But irregardless, I mean, these guys got no fucking money to do anything like that, where Trump does, okay? And it just goes to show you that uh, this unorganized, unorganized, unfunded stuff is not going to go anywhere, okay? Now, you've got these so-called ex-skinheads or whatever over there in in West, Western Pennsylvania, no, uh, Eastern Pennsylvania, uh, I forget what town there. What are they doing? They're building up their community. They're getting guys off drugs and booze, uh, jobs, building up their families. And what are they doing? They're actually taking over the committee man positions in the Republican Party in that area. They figured it out. These guys are just wasting energy and wasting time, and they're given legitimacy to these, uh, uh, quote, anti-fascist groups. And here, you know, meanwhile, they got this, uh, I don't know what this broad was, uh, some kind of Asian broad, and, you know, she got her hair up, like, in a, with, with, with a Band-Aid attached to the top of the hair as if she got hit or something like this. And she goes mouthing off. She is a spokesman. This is the kind of press that she got. You know, it's important for anyone who's thinking about joining racist genocide and a racist genocide organization like the Nazi groups that are holding this, that they're not welcome. And if they trip and fall in the process of that, good. They need to go. 
there anything? And we succeeded in driving them out. So it seems like you're very happy with the overall come out. Is there anything you might have changed? I mean, five people, from what we heard, at least five did get stabbed, part of the, uh, the counter-protest group, which would be your side. And we are really glad to say that the people who were injured did not sustain life-threatening injuries, and we do have people who are, you know, making sure that they're getting taken care of and that they have people who are taking care of them. Um, what this means, though, but I'm not, I feel like all of us, from that, all it did was fuel our determination to keep this movement going and fight even harder, which is what we did after that. The Nazis, a couple of them tried to come out on the steps for about 20 seconds, and they were driven out and were had to be scurried back into the building, and then they had to cancel the entire event. And so, you know, this is that, but that's why the Nazis are dangerous, and that's why we need to take them on directly, take them on head on, confront them, but with as many people as possible prepared to shut them down. And that is what this demonstration did today. Absolutely outrageous and scandalous that the cops were out here. They never should have gotten a permit to begin with, and that the police were out here protecting them. One of our main chances, cops and the Klan go hand in hand because we know in the end the police are out here to back them up. That's ridiculous. At the same time, I have to say that that did not stop us from achieving our goal, which was to shut them down, which we did anyway. So that's what they did. They shut them down. You're not going to have a, uh, a First Amendment while they're around. They're going to dictate to you the rules. Okay, they dominated. And what have we been saying here? We have to dominate. Okay, now to put yourself in a position where you're going to get dominated like that, to me is silly. It's not thinking. It's, not, it's going to push people away from you. It's not going to draw people to you. I mean, uh, meanwhile, you got uh, Donald Trump. They call him everything under the book, and he just more and more people join. More and more people join. Why? Because of his message, his message on nationalism and what this damn country needs. It needs a handle on immigration, and it needs friggin' jobs. Okay, we need jobs more than we need this, uh, you know, fantasy of separation right now. That ain't gonna happen. That is not gonna happen. People are naturally going to separate, but you got to have an economic base. We need jobs. We're getting our, Americans in general, the working class, it's always been a class struggle, is getting starved out. And I don't know, Paul, a lot of guys are down on me, but I, I, I see this as a very, very bad approach. I don't think these people should be doing stuff like this. I think they should be involved in this, quote, system. Oh, well, you know, the system's corrupt. Well, yeah, right. If you're not involved, okay, and corrupt people are involved, that's what's going to happen. And you're going to get a bigger and bigger and bigger fucking government, okay, that's going to take all your fucking rights away. Because why? They need to squeeze as much fucking money out of your ass, okay, to keep functioning. And which is which is what happening to this country. And uh, this, is, this, is the, this is the great divide. This is one of my things about... Uh, voting uh why people with who get government benefits and women in general should not vote because i don't think they're equipped to make that decision and i get a lot of feed a lot of uh you know hate over that kind of stuff there but i mean there's biological reasons for that there's biological reasons for you know if we look when when european countries gave the women the vote within 50 years every european country was a friggin social fucking nightmare yeah yes a socialist nightmare and yeah oh you're blaming women no we're not blaming women you have to understand just like you know people have to understand about iq why you can't let all these people in they don't have the fucking iq to compete to operate in 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 a high iq society you know uh how, how many europeans do you think would survive in japan where they got the highest fucking iq it'd be pretty fucking rough let me tell you i mean these 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 are biological facts that you cannot deny and a woman has biological wiring different from us and it's not what she chooses to do or what this is survival she carries the fucking eggs man you know what i mean this goes way back way back to tribes fighting one another that's what the victors got they killed the men off they killed the kids off they took the fucking women and for the women they raped or whatever the deal was is their offspring were from the stronger group Okay, and this is a biological fact that is within us, and we can see it in our society. 
We can see it when they got the vote in the 20s when immigration was put after massive immigration. And that time, for every two people that came, because there was no welfare system, every three people that came, two left. They went back home. They couldn't fucking make it. Where now, they just put them on a welfare state. So the Democratic Party, thinking they can, you know, they're losing all these friggin', uh, uh, you, you know, and, and a lot of them were joining unions at the time. Unions were getting very, very powerful. It's being taken over by the Marxist movement, if not was taken over by the Marxist movement, or a lot of the unions. And uh, so they can see that if they don't push this, they can bring in a hell of a lot more ha- voters of women under the Democratic side. And as soon as they did, what happened? What do women do? Women take care of children. So what? They're in the education system. Women women take usually take care of the elder people. So what? You know, all these health care systems and all this kind of stuff there run by big government. Okay? Men, naturally, because they don't have to have children and they're stronger, gather more resources. And they do this because they have to provide not only for themselves but for their fucking family where women didn't have that. So what happened? They were voting to take the men's shit back away from them, okay? And, uh, th- I mean, this, 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 but this is reality. we got to look at reality of the situation. It's nothing that they got together and got in a huddle and planned. This is just the way it is. This is the way things go. And not only women, but poor, dumbass men got the vote, too, who were voted for the gimmies, okay? And, uh, and, and, and and this is what happens. This is what happens. Uh, our our country did not start like that. Everybody never had the vote. I mean, that's a bunch of fucking nonsense there. You know, you had to have certain amount of property, more or less, to show that you were successful. And if you were successful, usually you had a higher IQ. You can make these decisions. Another one is about borders and security. Women do not have that long-term lookout for borders and security because, you know, if the village gets attacked, they're going to live one way or another. They're going to be taken prisoners, raped, whatever the hell. They are going to live. That's part of their survival strategy where men know they're going to be killed. They know they're going to be. That's it. So, so they have a completely different outlook on this kind of stuff there. They look long-term. That's why they're always so concerned politically and things like that, because when a state fucks up, they got to march before the fucking machine guns, okay? Now, when women got that vote, they did not have conscription. So if the state fucks up, they don't have to go and fight. They do not have the same priorities of men on running a state. That's what it's about. It's not about against women or anything like that. It's putting the biological differences together of how a society, how a, how a community, and how a family and a marriage should 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 be, or, you know, arranges itself. It does not mean that they do not have power. It doesn't mean that they can't uh, uh, have property or anything else like that. Okay, it's just that you can't have all these people that don't have a stake in the nation, in the quote system. And giving them, letting them make these decisions because we've got a representative government. They pick people to represent them. I keep hearing people saying, well, we didn't, we didn't vote for that immigration bill. You voted for the, someone voted for the people to represent them. The platform was there. They knew what the fuck they were getting into. Somebody fucking voted for them because they got in and that's what they did. They fucking passed it. So I think a lot of people are, uh, and this is why on Resurgence Media, we're tired of blaming everybody and starting to look at ourselves and take our fucking responsibilities back. Uh, what's your comment on that, Paul? I know there's a lot there. I was uh, checking something out here on the property. Keep, bring, bring that last five, five seconds up that you just said, man. Basically about that, you know, the difference between women, men and women and, 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 and people with oh, property. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, like you said, brother, the, the thing that, that concerns us within 50 years, because we did give the women a vote, what did they vote for? They voted for the mess. They didn't vote for freedom. They voted for the socialism. And that's what's, that's what's happened to Western civilization. We have been socialized, thank you, to the women vote. And um, how do we get that back, man? 
Uh, yeah, a bigger government. Well, the one thing we got to get back in, and, you know, I've stated this, and Rich, Rich has made it very, very clear, and which is very astute, and I think it's the only way it's got to be, is we got to be fucking men again, because women follow men. They follow fucking men. And that's in them to follow strong men. If you're not a strong man, they're not going to follow you. Now, am I going to say 100% of them will? No, you always got fuck-ups. But the majority of them are. Why are the majority? Because now that we have more insight onto uh, brain functions and IQ, we see that on the male spectrum, and this is males of all races, from, from, from the low end to the high end, and there's a big spread. That's why there's more geniuses of men than there are women. Women... It's more bundled in the middle, less on the fucking dumbass side, and less on the genius side. That's why there's less dumbass women. So, you know, they always, their IQs and everything gathers towards the middle. So once you have that mindset figured out and be successful, like our societies over 100 years were and how we were as men, Okay, that, to me, it's it, it's a natural progression. Now, the woman has got the state now, and then this is the the other thing. Going into this fringe stuff and the separation fantasies and all this stuff, we have to get in there and take over this, our government, at least locally, at least locally, so we can start tearing down these over-bloated foundations of gimme, of, you know, gimme dats. And, it, you know... I've got statistics on, on the voting patterns of New Jersey. 54% are women, okay? Now, the, let's just take the, the European-American vote in New Jersey. By itself can win every fucking election. You put the Hispanics, what they call Hispanics, uh, you know, I don't even know what the fuck that means, but it's mainly Puerto Ricans, and uh, blacks together, they come up with possibly 16 17% of the vote. Okay, Asians are even worse, but Asians, you, yeah, a Asians are usually based generally a benefit wherever they go. Oh, yeah. They've got a high IQ, and that that is why they're usually very successful people because they can operate in a high IQ society. Not all, but you know, generally, we're talking in generalizations here. Now, the the where where uh, the women, I mean, you look at our voting patterns there voting in Obama twice and all this kind of stuff. You look at the voting, it's the youth and it's the women. Why the youth and why the women? Because the women want big daddy. The government has, they've been convinced that the government's their big daddy. Now, one of the biggest secrets about affirmative action that no one wants to seem to want to talk about is by far the largest benefactor is middle white middle-class women. Okay, into the colleges, into the professions, into the teaching, and the teaching. They basically own the teaching profession. They basically own the social services. Yeah. They they basically yeah. they basically own the healthcare services. Everything with that's con with big government. So they're going to vote for their best interest. And now this uh, career shit, not getting married and having children. And there's all kinds of studies that have come out in the last couple of years that show 75 over 75 percent, close to 80 percent of women that are home with children are far more satisfied than a career woman. Far more. Yeah. Not, you know, they might not have all the. Go ahead. Talking about women in politics, uh, Shetler, uh, putting uh, uh, Pocahontas, uh, Warren as a possible running mate. Like, uh, that's being pushed heavy today in the news. So, I mean, does it really matter? Okay. You know, we're, we're, we're talking about a broad, okay? We're talking about a phony-ass broad, okay, that uh, did all kinds of shit with the, with the housing and everything else like that, buying distressed properties, and uh, all kinds of loans and all this kind of stuff that she got. She just saw a lot of dirt under that broad's fingernails. And then claiming that she was an Indian, just like that broad over there. Where is it? In Seattle, of the NAACP who claimed she was black. Oh, the one black. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. We did that, too. Yeah, I got Talked a Twitter that. out there with the two of them together. I, don't th I think I got to put some lettering on. A lot of people don't seem to make that connection there. 
but she's a fraud. And, you know, we're talking about Hillary Clinton and more truth is coming out. And this is why I say to people of being a man in your family. I mean, I've got a I've got a fallout with one of the kids because I told him if, if, if them and their wife do not vote for Trump, don't come to I don't want to I don't want to see. I don't want to fucking know you. I don't want to fucking know you. OK, this this country will go down the tubes with Hillary Clinton. OK, don't give me a oh, Trump and all this kind of nonsense there. We're talking about what this country needs. Everybody. He says he's going to be the president for everybody. He wants jobs for everybody. This is the only guy talking about rather than spending all this fucking aid and all this fucking military uh, adventurism. We should be building our fucking inner cities. He's the only one that mentioned the high uh, uh, unemployment rate. And never mind... Uh, Americans, but particularly the, the the black community, over fifty fucking percent. Okay, and you know, speaking about the black community, there, this democratic voting of these fucking assholes on the plantation, man. I'm gonna, I'm making a video about that. Okay, these fuckers, they talk about the KKK. KKK ain't done fuck all to them, and I don't think if it ever did anything to the motherfuckers, they only protected themselves. Okay, these Democrats, okay, and Johnson. And the Kennedys did more to destroy these mother, the black man in America, than any so-called lynching or any fucking thing they could ever. Then, then fucking slavery. At least slavery, they had a fucking job. Usually, they had their family. Okay. Usually, they, you know, they had a skill. Whether it was free labor or not, they were, you know, as productive as they could be under that system there. But this welfare system has destroyed that family it's forced the black man out of the home and now what do you got you got a bunch of fucking teenage out of control black women popping out kids by five or six you know uh uh what do they call them uh, something daddies right so i mean if they can't fucking see this you know what i mean but then again, you know, are we still there, Paul? Yeah. Uh, I can, uh, you sounded kind of funny there. So, you know, anyway, I just wanted to get on. I just wanted to talk about that. And uh, because I'm convinced, I'm convinced, and I can see the results after 50 years of this so-called white nationals and skinhead movement that, I'm not saying it all it, it all was co-opted, but it's a co-opt. It's been co-opted for a long time. There's no two ways about it. Some of the dumb shit that's being done with these fucking people and these so you know everybody's a skinhead and a Nazi and you know the Hollywood Nazis. There's no way that you can go in being that type of a group where another group comes up. All I got to say is they're affiliated with you and you're all fucking Nazis. Okay, you got to get in locally into your fucking system it's called fucking power power politically and economically that's the only way things are going to change here that is the only thing that we have lost in this country is the political and economic power okay the economics have gone to more and more to the to the to the two percent Okay, and the political party has gone far fucking left. Okay, and for the for them to stay into power, okay, they need all these fucking uh, dependents to come in to vote for them, and the corporations make a bundle off these fucking dependents by keeping wages down and by selling products to government fucking programs, and the people. And I'm not just talking about. European Americans, I'm talking about all fucking hardworking Americans are footing the fucking bill. You know, what? I mean, Trump, I mean, even he can't believe that we're looking at a $21 trillion fucking deficit. That's just on the federal side. Never mind the unlimited liabilities, man. This shit ain't going to get paid for. It's going to take a war to get out of this shit. Okay? And this man... Is and and so dial up Hillary. We're talking about this fucking uh, decrepit, cankle-ass bitch who goes and makes uh, uh, economic opportunity uh, equalization fucking speeches 
wearing a tw- 12, you know, her pantsuits cost like $12,000 fucking dollars, Paul. Yeah, $15,000 designer. Designer fucking, yeah. Yep. And she has a nerve, okay, to ask these people to send $30 for a t-shirt that's got an outline of her pantsuit and her, you know, I'm with her fucking logo uh, on it. I mean, they they just never, never fucking stop. Never, never fucking stop. So, you know, these people that, oh, you know, the system and everything's everything's crooked and all this kind of... Well, yeah, right. If you look crooked people in there, that's what happens. If you're in there, guess what? And you're not crooked. How can it be crooked, you dumb fucks? So, you know... Well, man. Now, uh... Next big thing I want to talk about, I mean, the gun control push, Paul. It's getting crazy here. It's insane, man. Hey, it's up 700% under Obozo, man. Mass, mass shootings, man. Well, I mean, I, I forget mass shootings. There's a mass shooting every fucking Saturday and Friday night in fucking Chicago. <laughs> uh, you know, what the, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Okay, now, in the latest gun control bid, you, did you see these overage, fucking, cucked out, fucking leftist piece of shit there had a fucking hippie sit-in in the Congress? Over, yeah. Over two pieces. of them that are gun owners, yeah. Trying to tell us what to do. Yeah, two pieces of gun legislation, which are open-ended fucking bills. Oh, we just want to cut down on who can get it. Yeah, which eventually it's open-ended. It's going to mean everybody. You know, this is why, I mean, I'm uh, I'm totally against fucking uh, Trump on this. Anybody in the no-fly list, because we don't even know who's on the fucking no-fly list. How do you get off the fucking no-fly list and all this kind of nonsense? It's It's too fucking secret, man. It's too fucking secret. It's as simple as that. And let's face it, criminals are going to get guns. And that's all there is fucking to it. Okay? Now, keep these motherfuckers out of the fucking country. Immigration is going to... Clamping down on this immigration is going to solve so many problems. Bringing back jobs. Two biggest things that you can do in this fucking nation that can help turn it around. I mean, a bunch of other kind of stuff that that he talks about, too, that are very important, like the trade deals and everything. But uh, And that all goes hand in hand, right? And uh, so they had this and then, you know, you got your fucking Hollywood's been at it for quite a while here. I mean, uh, they got something going on now, but I mean, they're really ramping it up in. uh, I think it was in April or or at at a time there. Okay, I'm going to play this little clip on that, Paul. Hollywood isn't shy about using its voice, especially after mass shootings in Isla Vista and in San Bernardino. But our investigative reporter, Jenna Susco, has found many of those celebrities calling for change are making a lot of money from violent entertainment. Horrifying scenes not much different than the ones at Columbine, Sandy Hook, even the Aurora Theater shooting. Brought to the big screen. But after two massacres in Hollywood's own backyard... How many more? Celebrities are calling for change. I have to just choose movies, I mean, that aren't violent. Does Hollywood have any responsibility? What they're producing is not real, but the emotion that it creates is real. It's time for our leaders to act. And is anything in the entertainment industry really changing? One month after the San Bernardino massacre, more than 100 celebrities signed this letter to President Obama saying, we have had enough of seeing unthinkable tragedies happen. But Tim Winter of the Parents Television Council sees a problem. 75% of the actors signing that list have taken roles in films depicting or glorifying gun violence. Hollywood is addicted to gun violence because it's so lucrative. Winter says Hollywood can be a powerful tool for social change. He says that proves the entertainment industry can change attitudes about gun violence, too. But he doesn't think that's happening. With several violent offerings nominated for Oscars this year. It's only becoming more frequent and more explicit. A 2013 study found gun violence in the movies has more than tripled since 1950. Gun control advocate Donna Finkelstein isn't convinced that has any impact on gun deaths. I don't uh, hear a sense of 
uh, uh, connection between the media and glorification of guns. But it's enough of a concern that President Obama signed an executive action in 2013, directing the CDC to investigate the relationship between media images and violence. And what about the celebrity signing that recent letter to the president? Actor Liam Neeson shoots dozens of people in the Taken trilogy. We counted 20 films where Neeson brandishes a gun. Jessica Alba signed the letter, also signing Will Ferrell. How many more movie theaters? Ferrell also appeared in this 2012 celebrity PSA, demanding gun laws, alongside Jamie Foxx, who after this PSA signed on to star in Django Unchained. And actor Edward Norton, star of American History X and Fight Club. The chain starts here. One of entertainment's most powerful voices, Harvey Weinstein, acknowledged the issue in 2014. I can't make one movie and say this is what I want for my kids and then just go out and be a hypocrite. But since that interview, Weinstein has backed a Sin City sequel and The Hateful Eight. I don't feel that the responsibility is not in, within the entertainment industry. And the problem is easy access to guns. Tim Winter hopes some celebrities who signed that list will pledge to stop taking such violent roles. You can't celebrate the good that you do uh, without also being held accountable for the, for the harm that you do. We reached out to all of the actors we named in this story, as well as the Directors Guild and the Screen Actors Guild. No one would comment for the story. The NRA did not respond to our request for comment. So there they are again, shooting their fucking mouths off. They shoot their mouths off about fucking guns. Meanwhile, you know, a lot of them carry, a lot of them have armed bodyguards. They talk about a wall, but they live behind fucking walls. I mean, why are... Shut this, cut this fucking cable. We seen the BET uh, blame Whitey fucking shit last Turn night. Turn fucking love fest, man. Yeah. Cut this, cut this fucking cable. You know, oh, you know, you're always blaming our people. You're always blaming our people. That's what I hear from these fucking assholes. Who the fuck do you think supports it? Who the fuck do you think they make billions of fucking dollars off of? Who is supporting this shit? Because if it was just blacks and whatever, okay, there would be no fucking industry. Okay, yes. We are our own fucking worst enemy in a lot of this fucking shit, and this is called taking responsibility. So, I mean, that isn't enough for them, Paul. You know, so now they got another one there in, is it Variety or whatever there, uh, where, you know, now 200 sign a new thing there. And you look up, and, you know, the PSA, public service announcement, which are not public service. They're paid for by these fucking assholes. And then you look who's supporting all this shit. (coughs) Excuse me. Every town for gun safety. And who's behind that? Former Mayor Michael Bloomberg. You know, the same old fucking group of, uh, you know, he's had that thing going with the mayors and all that kind of stuff there. He's been pushing this shit for years. He's behind it all. Now they're going to the point, Paul, where they're actually paying script writers. Okay, they're paying them, help funding the, uh, some of these shows okay, to show how bad guns are and everything else like that, okay, you know, the guns are violent and all this shit, and the president, Dan Gross, has admitted this, he's admitted this, you know, you got the Brady Brady Campaign Foundation, you got, you know, women against guns, and we know that that broad that started that, who came on like she was some kind of how housewife and we find out that no she's a fucking been a uh, public relations fucking woman for 30 fucking years that's her job and they come up with these fake grassroots fucking things you know just like all these marxist groups and everything everything's grassroots bullshit there and you find out there's a lot of money now they tie into the nba uh you know and uh the shit's being directed by spike lee with National basketball players and all this kind of fucking nonsense there. And, uh, you know, same old bullshit, you know. And uh, we got to hear Kim Kim Kardashian. Who the fuck is this fat, I mean, uh, gross-looking fucking fat-ass fucking broad? I don't even know. I never seen whatever this name of this show was. I just keep hearing this fucking asshole's name. And uh, seen her on websites and stuff like this. 
But I, I, I mean, who are these people? They got no talent, no fucking nothing. You know what I mean? And people listen to these people. And you're telling me we don't have a fucking problem in our own fucking homes, in our own communities, where these kids are watching this fucking shit? It's pure garbage, man. You know that that's how this TV shit started. You know, you know, uh, they are you know dishwashers and all this kind of shit. And then they started pumping fucking soap ops in the, in the, into the household when the woman was home and all this kind of shit. Next thing you know, the TV's the fucking uh, babysitter. Now, I mean, I never grew up with that shit, Paul, so I, that's why it's so hard for me to understand. You know, I mean, you guys that watched a lot of TV, when, you were a sissy, man. You weren't outside. You weren't fucking doing it. You weren't in, because, you know, we're outside in the sports and shit like that, man. But we always had these guys that, you know, well, you know, let's Thursday uh, night, let's go. Over, oh, whoa, Star Trek's on or some of this fucking nonsense, man. You know what I mean? It's right. like, you know what I mean? You drop that motherfucker quick. Star Trek? Give me a fucking break. Another show I never fucking watch. Never got into that kind of nonsense there. Oh, that one. Use the space, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's got all this scientific stuff. And we'll go read a fucking book on science. You know what I mean? I don't need this kind of nonsense there. So anyway, so Billboard magazine and all this shit got this stuff and they're pushing this. And uh, I mean, it's, it, it, it's totally, totally fucking pathetic. Anything to get it's stricter gun laws. Never mind. And then, you know, the people that are using the guns, they don't want them in jail. They don't because, you know, it, 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 it's a, it, it's a white, you know, the criminals that they put behind bars, no, they, they shouldn't be there because, or they should be there, but they're not, enough white guys aren't in jail, you know, that they're in jail. So. Right. Anyway. Because you're not committing the crimes, man. Yeah. So the last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, a great thing that happened, and this is why Trump's got to be elected, the BRICSX. The BRICSX. Amen, man. That was great. Now, remember, it was only a vote. Right now, they're going around saying about, well, you know, why should only uh, a slight majority make a difference? And they're talking about uh, trying to hammer on that vote. And now it's not binding and all this kind of nonsense bullshit. And this is why we need a guy like Trump in there, because Trump's going to give them the support that they need. We already had Obama in there. Just insulted the British people talking about, well, you know, if you leave the European Union, you know, on trade deals, you're going to the, he didn't say the back of the line, the back of the queue. Just to fucking stick them a little bit more. That Marxist piece of fucking shit. And uh, now they're talking about, because uh, apparently the majority of the vote for it to remain was by youth. Okay? Youth and middle class. So, uh, everybody talks about the baby boomers. Well, you know, it's the baby boomers that worked those fucking steel mills, that worked those fucking... Uh, coal pits and all that bullshit, okay, that have had their fucking pensions fucking taken out. And uh, Matthew Britton did a good show, and he says, who's the first people they attack with the fair porn is the elderly. Oh, you're going to lose everything. We're not going to be able, you're not going to be able to eat and all this kind of fucking shit. This is how despicable these fucking assholes are. These are the people that help build this country. And no, people... All these jobs that these so-called baby boomers had weren't these easy fucking government fucking jobs, okay? It's a hard back-breaking motherfucking shit that they did to build and keep that fucking nation afloat. And uh, so, you want anything you want to add to that, Paul? Uh, it gets me infuriated. Uh, this. Uh, well, no, man. I was, I was happy to see that the bankers were, were bitching. They lost $127 billion the very next day. Uh, Lord Rothschild didn't get his um, his victory shows, like you said, you know, the Jew is not the all undefeatable, you know, super Jew, okay? Truth is kryptonite. We can't destroy them. So let's focus on the ball and keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, a lot of people look at it and said, boy, it was a, it was a close percentage. But no, it's it's over a million fucking votes separation, man. Okay, it was a lot of votes difference in 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 there now they're complaining about only 75 percent voted but here's the thing is that there was so much light on it there's so many people working in the polls okay that 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 worked that got off their ass to be in the polls 
okay, that were for brick exit, and we're going to make sure that this was going to be fair. And we had guys out there giving out pens saying, don't trust the pencils, they can erase it and change it. Giving out pens and all this kind of shit. These are just average fucking people in their community, okay, looking out for it. And this is what Trump's got, one of the big things that you and I have talked about, and it's going to be talked about on Freedom Palooza, is Trump has got to have enough people on the ground force. We've got to have enough people that are committed, that are going to be part, uh, volunteer for this kind of work. So they can be part of this because that's the only place that Hillary can beat him is at uh, some kind of push pull through the polls, through through the polling right. stations, through voter fraud. OK, already right. already they're, they're you know, they got all these lawsuits going on about, oh, Virginia, the delegates shouldn't have to be bound. Oh, well, that was what they agreed to. You know, uh, they should vote by their conscience. No, they were voted a representative by the fucking people is what they were voted. It's not their conscience. It's the conscience of the fucking voters, you fucking assholes here. The, you know, the way they twist this shit around, you know. Well, I'm There's a delegate. I can, I can get to do what the fuck. No, no, no. You're a delegate that represents that area of where you're a delegate. And they say this is what the fuck we want, and that's what you do, motherfucker. Okay, and this is part of community and being part of a community and everything like that. Because anybody, anybody in my community pulls that bullshit, he'll have his fucking head broken. Okay, stop playing around with these fucking assholes. And that's that's the problem. Too polite with these fucking idiots. Like like Richard said many times, you dominate these motherfuckers. You don't go get dominated like these guys did in California. You dominate them. Don't put yourself in that kind of position. Don't get yourself to where you're going to get slandered and all that kind of stuff. Okay, so, I mean, it's going to happen anyway. But if, if, you, if you don't have the power to uh, uh, counteract it, no, the lies, and you're just going to end up with uh, shit on your face, man. Yeah, and and that's through media. And once the the main thing that we say, cut the fucking cable, starve these motherfuckers out. Nobody believes the fucking media, but they're still paying cable fucking bills. Okay, you can see whatever you fuck you want online, man. Half of this stuff's shit anyway. So you know, should be out there raising your children and stuff. But anyway, I digress. So. You know, so for Britain, now it's time for the Americans to stand up because, uh, you know, Trump will... Let's the U.N., man. Let's do that. Well, I, I can see that happening. I can see that happening with the breakup of the EU. And Trump, Trump is, uh, will be standing with the Brits on this. Okay. Any kind oh, of bullshit. congratulated the man. Yeah, and everybody, everybody's talking about Sor Soros made a lot of money and all this kind of shit. No, they, 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 what, happened, what happened in the fucking markets is betting. You had bets, all kinds of big fucking bets and people covering their asses. For the last five years, he's been uh, buying fucking gold. He's been telling everybody to buy gold because China and Russia is buying gold because of this dollar collapse. They want to be the new currency with a gold-backed fucking dollar. So this is no fucking surprise. These guys come up, oh, well, he pulled another fast one. He made a lot of No, no. He invested for a lot of fucking money, and he's been buying fucking gold. He's had a gold position, and the way you make money on gold is not when it goes up. It's when it's going down because you're selling short. That's, you make money selling short. On the way up, you're just holding on to it as an asset until you fucking sell it. Okay, it's when it's shorted when you make fucking money. And it's and, and, and they got on Trump. Trump said, well, you know, the, the pound's fallen. Trump said, well, that's good. More people be coming to England and holidays and golfing at my golfing thing. And right away, the head, you know, Trump wants to make a big killing off the Breck exit and the falling of the pound and people losing all their fucking money and all this kind of nonsense there. But no, it makes their exports that more, much more attractive, man. You know what I mean? So... That's what I mean. No, but the thing is, he knows how to use that media to make them look like fucking idiots. And he's got a following of people, like he said, I can shoot someone in the middle of the street and they'll still follow me. Everybody made a big deal about it. But he was making a, he was making a point of, of the kind of following that you have to have in this kind of fight. You have to have people that aren't going to just, you know, curl up on the side. They got to come out, and they did. They came out in record fucking numbers to his rallies, through all the bullshit, voting, and now we got here to the convention. After the convention, it's going to be a hot fucking trail up to that uh, election there. And uh, 
but I, I'm starting to agree. More people that I'm talking to is, uh, I think it is going to be a landslide. And but what I say to people is, uh, to European Americans, I'll say the Black Americans, any any fucking Americans, you make sure everybody in your family votes for Trump, because if your wife's going to vote the other fucking way, it's a negated vote. That's why there shouldn't be one right. vote, vote in the fucking household. So it negates itself. So you know you gotta you gotta put put the fuck you gotta tell it the way it is, man. Look, we're gonna if you're that fucking stupid, I'm telling you we're gonna lose everything. This is part of being a man, being a fucking leader. Okay, is he gonna be perfect? No. Are we gonna have problems? We're always gonna have fucking problems. But you know what? We need fucking jobs and we need the fucking border controlled. Simple as that. And we got to get out of these fucking military adventurisms. Hillary will take us to World War Three. You can. Uh, uh, yeah, you can count on it, man. You can count on it, man. <laughs> there's a there's a fucking winning bet right fucking there. That fucking okay, cankle ass bitch will do that to you. So anyway, anything else before we close this out? No, brother. Next uh, Monday is uh, Happy Forefathers Day. Right. So this. Oh, hey. So guys that can make it, it's this weekend, Freedom Palooza. And if you can, I will be getting the stream of a uh, live streaming from there. And so you can see some of the, what's going on there, uh, some of the performances and speakers and things like that. And I'll be putting it on the page at uh, Resurgence Media and sending that link around with other links. Okay, as soon as I get them. And uh, so to everybody, good, good night and God bless. And to our British compatriots, you know, who really is our mother country. That's where our founding stock is from. Okay. Uh, we stand with you a thousand fucking percent. And uh, we're going to close out with Rue Britannia. Shot Narish, Shot Narish, great and free, the dragon.